Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. Today, we have a very special show, Spontaneous Brilliance with Sandra Kavanaugh. How can we harness our natural talents that illuminate our passion? Marcus Aurelius quotes, natural ability without education has more often raised a man to glory and virtue than education without natural ability. In an article by Courtney Romano, 13 Ways to Identify Your Talents and Utilize Them, I will highlight a few. Take a life assessment. Find what makes you strong. Find out what you spend the most money on. Ask your friends what your best and worst qualities are. Ask your family what you loved as a child. Remember what you've been thanked for. You know, oftentimes trying to fit in, comply with what others want you to do, or even comparing yourself with others and trying to measure ourselves by someone else's yardstick with effort and control, we get off track with what naturally speaks to our heart and how we find joy in what we're doing. Sit back and reflect on yourself and you can discover your talents. We should be open to new experiences and use our imagination and spontaneity for healthy expression, healthy self-expression to grow and expand. And our guest today, Sandra Kavanaugh, will help us discover our soulful self and just how to give a performance of a lifetime on this great stage of life. Her belief is that each individual has the responsibility to themselves and to the world to do, speak, share, and create what they came here for. And that everyone is brilliant. Everyone is a genius in their own right. How empowering and motivating is that? Sandra is a multi-passionate creative artist, educator, entrepreneur, and award-winning 35-year veteran of the entertainment industry expert in the field of creativity, imagination, and communication. Using her signature program, Spontaneous Brilliance, Sandra has coached thousands of successful entertainment professionals, entrepreneurs, CEOs, service professionals, parents, educators, and students of all ages and abilities to unleash their own unique creative genius miraculous results. She uses techniques and strategies that she's developed over more than 30 years as an educator, entrepreneur, consultant, and creative artist, writer, director, actress, singer, songwriter. Sandra is the author of the international best-selling book, Spontaneous Brilliance, Unleash the Power of Your 
creative genius. And now I am honored to welcome Sandra Kavanaugh to our show today, Spontaneous Brilliance. Welcome, Sandra. Oh, thank you, Jean Marie. Thank you for having me. We are just delighted. And Sandra, you have a plethora of natural talents. How did you discover and harness them? And tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired your work. And I know that's a mouthful, <laughs> but you have so many talents. So, How much time do we have again? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, um, you've, you've covered a lot of it in, in that <laughs> lovely introduction. Thank you. But um, as, as you mentioned, I've been 35 years in the entertainment industry as a professional, and um, I really have been uh, an actor um, and a performer since I was 13 years old. But, um, but, uh, but the professional part didn't start till I was in my 20s. And... Um, I've always been a, a, a spiritual seeker as well, and um, there was a point as I as I uh, went about my years and years and years of teaching acting and teaching improvisation. There was a point once upon a time where I suddenly realized, as I was saying in acting classes all the time, in acting as in life, this is true. In improv as in life, this is true, and. And I heard myself one day and thought, you know what? Maybe Shakespeare's All the World's a Stage is not just a pretty piece of poetry, but it's pointing us toward this metaphorical, metaphysical guide to life, which is what I call this um, process that, that I've discovered, which is that everything that works for a successful performance on the stage also works for a successful performance on the great stage of life. And so as I started to explore that more and more and put more and more of my uh, skills toward um, creativity in general, spontaneity in general, imagination in general, and teaching all kinds of people in all kinds of fields, um, I, I came to realize that um, we just... We don't trust our own creativity. We don't trust our own genius. We don't recognize that every single person on this planet has a unique passion and purpose they came here to share. We don't treat ourselves like that. And we don't treat each other like that. And so my work has really become about helping people to recognize and express their own unique creative genius and to recognize and respect the genius in others. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's become a real playful experience. And I remember once probably, oh gosh, maybe 10 years ago, um, maybe not that long, but pretty close. I was uh, sitting, watching some, some Ted talks on creativity <laughs> and <laughs> my daughter, my oldest daughter was across the office editing a film we were working on. And I kept yelling at the screen <laughs> when they <laughs> have these limiting definitions of creativity and they'd talk about the creative process as it was very organized and organic thing. And I thought, okay. And I kept hollering at the screen. And finally, my daughter said, mom, I know what you think and they can't hear you. Would you please write a book so that everybody can hear you? Mm -hmm. 
And that was the beginning of it. That was really me codifying spontaneous brilliance. And so, yeah, that's yeah, where I, I started. I, I love what you said that, you know, your, your death as a spiritual seeker, how that really puts us in touch with what you call that soulful self that I love for you to, you know, talk about uh, uh, shortly. Uh, but since we were talking about, since you brought up creativity and the TED Talks and the limited aspect of, you know, how people view creativity and uh, being artistic, many think that if they're not, uh, uh, that they have to be artistic in order to be creative. What exactly is creativity? And uh, give us that the difference. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I I have often found it confounding um, for people that they think that talent and artistic and um, creative are all part of the same. They, they, they get smooshed together and they start looking for I uh, they start looking for creativity in themselves in a certain box hmm. and. So for me, um, you know, I'm always inspired by what I call my 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 second favorite metaphor because my first favorite is Shakespeare's "All the World's a Stage," and I love a metaphor. I can take <laughs> metaphors for a long time. So my my second favorite metaphor is Einstein's quote that everyone is a genius, but if you ask a fish to climb a tree, it'll spend its entire life thinking it's stupid. <laughs> and so the challenge that we have is that the system around us is created by what I call well-meaning monkeys that know how to climb the tree and they know how to make it better and faster for everybody to climb a tree. But if they're trying to teach that to a fish or a lion or a giraffe, um, you know, the fish and the lion and the giraffe are going to start feeling pretty bad about themselves if they're trying to be monkeys, you know? Yes. And um, so it, when I started looking for a definition of creativity to write the book, um, I thought I was going to find so many wonderful definitions, and I literally could not find one that I didn't disagree with. So I wrote my own definition of creativity, and my definition of creativity is the conscious and deliberate evolutionary process of developing a thought or thoughts in the imagination and then taking action on those thoughts in order to manifest change, alter perception, enhance understanding, or to bring into being something as yet unrealized in our awareness or our physical reality. Beautiful definition. And Gosh, the idea... All-encompassing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I, you know, one of the big pieces to me was that the imagination was in there. And that the imagination in an unfettered way is in there. Because most of the definitions of creativity or people's creative process has a judgment and analysis point in there as to the value of the thought <laughs> before we actually explore the thought, take action on the thought. And the imagination is the place where those thoughts can sort of grow and expand before we ever judge them and stop them. And I've had students for years, adult students especially in colleges, <laughs> say to me, I don't have a very good imagination or I don't have, I'm not very creative or, um, you know, my imagination, um, it, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I use it 
<laughs> like, okay. Um, I want you to think of a pink tree there. You're using your imagination. You know, it's like, it, it's, it, people think that they are supposed to do something in a particular way. We have a particular picture of what a genius is. We have a particular picture of what a creative person is. And the fact is, if we're breathing, we are imaginative, creative, we have a purpose, we have genius, our genius. And, and I mean everyone when I say everyone. And a lot of times I've found that people mean everyone is a genius, you know, when they say that and they nod, they're not thinking about people with cognitive disabilities and things like that. But I'm telling you, everybody's a genius if you just listen. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. And, you know, we we get dumbed down because of many influences. Uh, can you speak to this from an educational perspective, family, societal expectations, you know, trying to fit in and we kind of lose ourselves in, in, in terms of that? Well, we, we do. We lose ourselves in fear. You know, mm -hmm. fundamentally, it's fear. And um, I, I know you said you wanted to ask me about the soulful self, and we'll talk about that a lot later. But, but we, we forget that, that, you know, our soul came here, if you will, in my metaphor, right, to play a character to be here as this human being that we showed up as. And, and we tend to think that there is something, we, well, fundamentally we forget that. We forget the connection to the soul on an active basis. We start to think that, you know, the soul is somewhere else and not driving, you know, not flying this plane as it were. And, and we think that we are here to sort of figure out what we can do and do the best we can. And we compare ourselves all the time to the people around us. We compare ourselves to the monkeys and the <laughs> giraffes and the lions. And nothing in nature does that. Nature is not competitive. Nature is cooperative, you know? So there isn't a fish on the planet that looks at the, uh, at the monkeys and goes, oh, dang it. He's got legs and I don't. Wow, man, that's a bummer. You know, I can't climb those trees. That's not what a fish is doing, right? <laughs> it's not even what a monkey is doing, looking at the fish and going, I can't swim. What is wrong with me? Yes. I must not be, you know, creative because I can't swim. Um, and, and, you know, in life, we get our fears sort of taught to us very, very early, and we learn to stop our thoughts. I always ask people, you know, what is the, um, I, I ask people to raise their hand if they've ever had to stop and think, and everybody raises their hand. And then I say, no, you, no, you didn't. We think faster than we can even perceive what you stopped to do is you stopped to censor, you stopped to judge, et cetera, et cetera. And we develop what I call presets. We develop 
preconceptions, expectations, judgments, limiting beliefs. You know, I'm not good at that. There's no point. Why even try? There must be something wrong with me. Some people just aren't meant to win. You know, those sorts of beliefs that become our personal myths about where we fit into this world. But the, the, the truth is that rather than looking at this like the creator made a mistake with some people, potentially even us, right? Um, and they got it right on some people, but they did it wrong. Some people, some people were born broken. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying everybody that's here is perfectly here as exactly what their soulful self meant to show up as, as the character that they're here to play on the great stage of life. And the trick is for us to find our light center stage and play our role full out on the great stage of life, rather than being the people backstage filling up the background in other people's lives. Mm, I love that. I love that. Very enlightening. And before we go on break, can you just sum up what spontaneous brilliance is in a nutshell? <laughs> <laughs> well, spontaneous brilliance is about using your spontaneous thoughts, activating them, recognizing them, and then using the, the skills from improvisation and, and theater um, acting to help you manifest those, get them out into the world so that you can be a conscious creator. Because we're all creating 24-7, whether we recognize it or not. And it's about creating consciously. That is wonderful. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about the soulful self and, you know, what happens if we don't unleash our natural talents. Absolutely. Uh, uh, because it's so what contracting for us. And for many of us, uh, you know, it's losing hope, you know. <laughs> so we look forward to uh, really uh, opening our next segment with more conversations about spontaneous brilliance and you know, I think you have a number of strategies and tools that you will share with our listeners. But right now, I think we're up for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Spontaneous Brilliance with Sandra Kavanaugh, multi-passionate, compassionate, <laughs> and passionate creative artist, educator entrepreneur, award-winning, 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry, and international best-selling author of Spontaneous Brilliance. Unleash the power of your creative genius. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. 
Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish dash conscious loving.com that's dr jean marie farish dash conscious loving.com or click the link on the love light show page best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe dr jean marie farish is featured in the newly released issue of published magazine to have first access to this treasured resource go to publishedmagazine.com Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email 
or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Sandra Cavanaugh, multi-passionate creative artist, educator, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry, author of the international bestseller, Spontaneous Brilliance, Unleash the Power of Your Creative Genius, on our show today, Spontaneous Brilliance. So, Sandra, thank you so much for enlightening us about, you know, our natural abilities and how we can really tune into ourselves and find that talent and passion passion within ourselves that sometimes we forget that we have and how we can connect with this aspect of our soulful self to remember who we are and what we have to give, to serve, and make a difference in the world. So, Sandra, many people feel unworthy, you know, uh, or they feel like they lack talent. Uh, uh, What can you say to speak to our listeners about this, for those who have forgotten to play or forgotten (laughs) to really discover themselves? (laughs) Yeah, most of us have forgotten how to play. And I, I it, it's funny that you say that because I would always talk to my actors, you know, when I was directing professional actors, I would invariably in the course of a rehearsal say, lighten up. There's a reason why we call this a play. You know, <laughs> we are here to play. And I think, I think um, when you ask about, you know, the self-love and self-worth, and how we discover our unique creative genius, it's by first starting with the premise that everyone has one, Mm. you know, that everyone has a unique creative genius. And imagine how the world would change if we literally entered every single room, every single circumstance we walk into, knowing that everyone there is a unique creative genius. When we look at our children, we know that that's what they are. When teachers look at students, students look at teachers. You know, we look at our colleagues, our coworkers, our beloveds, and ourselves in the mirror and know that each and every human being on the planet has a unique creative genius. I mean, I I started working years ago with um, kids that were... Uh, really cognitively disabled and and had some extreme challenges. And um, I went into a high school class one time and said, uh, went to the, the head of special needs in that school district who she had a class full of kids with some real significant challenges. And I said, said hey, I got a, a uh, I had a residency already prepaid for. And I was like, I'd like to do it in your class. And I'm going to teach these kids how to improvise. And I'm going to teach these kids how to write 
plays and we're going to submit those plays and they're going to, and she was looking at me like, okay, lady, whatever. And, and she said, um, I got news for you. These kids don't even talk to each other. They're not going to talk to you. They are certainly not going to improvise. They've never written more than two paragraphs in their entire school careers. These were high school juniors and seniors. And she said, they're not going to write a play. And I was like, okay, can I try? And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I can use an, a vacation for an hour every day. So yeah, you can come <laughs> into the class and work with them. And I'll just tell you the short version of this story, because we could go on about these kids forever, but they did indeed improvise and they did indeed write plays. And in three years, two of them literally won the Kennedy Center honors for oh the best play about disability. Um, mm. And, um, and, and, And one day in that class, I was working with them. We were doing these big um, visual projects. They were creating these big vision board things. And and in the middle of the class, that same teacher that had told me this would never work, she was standing there and she just, all of a sudden she shouted, you know what I love about Ms. Kavanaugh? (laughs) Students all just stopped and looked at her like, what happened to you? And she said, Ms. Kavanaugh teaches like she doesn't know there's anything you can't do. And so there isn't. Wow. And they all went, oh, well, that's nice. And went back to what they were doing. They did not care about that realization. But the fact is that that was the truth of why that circumstance was different from me, for me, Mm -hmm. than it was for other teachers. Because I walk into a circumstance knowing that life is a 24-7 improvisation right? And I come from teaching improvisation. And so I taught them to improvise, and then I taught them to improvise in their life. And so in improv, there are only three things you are ever doing. At any time you are doing one of three things, you are either offering, making an offer, you are accepting, accepting an offer, or you are blocking, blocking an offer. So there's just offering, accepting, and blocking in improv. That's it. Those are, that's all you can possibly be doing. And life is a 24-7 improv. So in life, all you can ever be doing is offering, accepting, or blocking. And an offer is any thought, word, or deed that you put out into the field that we are here in, right? The field of infinite possibility. Any thought, word, or deed is an offer. And by accepting that offer, you are acknowledging that it is a thing. You are, you are accepting it into the world. Blocking an offer is saying no, is negating it, is not allowing it. And unfortunately for most of us, we block most of our own offers, right? We yes. think, oh, no, that thought's not good enough. You know, that's where those presets jump back in and go, oh, well, no, that probably won't work. And I probably better not say that or... Yeah, I would do that. But my mom always said, you know, that money doesn't grow on trees. And so I better get, you know, the job as a dishwasher that's safe rather than, you know, go be the plumber, which is really what I want to do. And and the reason I bring up plumbers is because people always think about, you know, creativity and their offers as having to be something artistic. And I'm just going to say artistic and creative are two completely different things. And we can all thank our lucky stars that there are creative plumbers, right? 
But there are also, I use in the book, the idea that, you know, who is the garbage person that invented that thing that picks up the can and throws, you know, throws the garbage <laughs> in the truck by itself without the use of a person. I mean, think of how many people who were working in the garbage collection industry that have been saved from a rotator cuff injury, yes. you know, throwing all that stuff in the can uh, because of that machine. It's very creative, but we all take it for granted. Yes. We yes. don't think that that's genius, but hello, that's amazing genius. Right. Yes. And you know, what? What? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. Go ahead. You know, I was thinking about what, from what you were saying how low expectations, the judgment of others, and even that negative self-talk gets in the way of our own creativity. Yeah, absolutely. And so I always I turn people toward the acting rules that I share in the book. Um, rules might sound a little strong, but but um, acting technique. There are about seven different truisms that I share in the book. Um, and one of them is that acting is about making the other guy look good. That when you have when you have your egoic self focused on how do I look, what do I sound like, what do people think of me, that the way to fix that as an actor standing on the stage going, where's my foot? Does my voice come out right? Did I do this right? The way to fix that on the stage is to focus on feeding your other partner, feeding, feeding your partner in the scene, giving them everything that they need to get to the place that they're trying to go. And you are working together. You are offering to them consistently, not being all focused inside. So in life... Life is about making the other person's life look good. In other words, what can you give? What can you do? What can you offer into the life of the people around you? That will expand your life. Mm, yes. And another favorite of mine, probably my first favorite, is something that that the wonderful Mario Saletti used to always say, he was my Shakespeare teacher at the National Shakespeare Conservatory. And Mario was a very affected, um, mustachioed Italian guy, you know, with the with the, <laughs> um, the tweed jacket and the patches on the elbows. And, and, um, and he would come up after, after we had done a scene, he'd come up, he'd take our hand and he'd say, she's good. Yes, kids, she's very good. Mm -hmm. And then he'd say, He'd say, now, honeys, listen to me. I'm going to save your lives. You've got to find the love. Hmm. And what he meant by that was, you've got to find what the character loves in order to know what they're trying to do, why they're doing what they're doing. You know, I always say there is no why. Why isn't a helpful question. Ask what. What is it that I need? What is it that I want? What is it that I love? And you mentioned this earlier, you know, that the, the ways to look at your life and find your passion. What do I love? And the, that's the clue for what your soul is trying to accomplish in this character that is on the great stage of life. The soul being, you know, the actor, if you will, that has stepped into this character. 
and he's playing this character, and that's us. And unfortunately, we often forget that we are the soul playing the character. We just get stuck in the egoic perception that we are just the character. That's it. And the soul is off there waiting somewhere, you know, somewhere else (laughs) waiting for us to get done with this lifetime. And then it'll reconnect and take charge Mm -hmm. and see what we did. Well, that's like, I always say, that's like a, a, a plane thinking it's flying itself and the pilot's just along for the ride, you know, hanging out. And, and really, so I always ask, who's flying your plane? Are you in that direct connection? Because another, another acting truism is that everything's about relationship. And this is true in improv. It's true in acting. Everything's about relationship. What is your relationship to there are seven different primary relationships, everything from your relationship with um, animals, your relationship with objects, your relationship with your environment, with the universe, and with what we always go immediately to when we hear relationship is. We think about our relationships with other people. But the most important relationship is your relationship with yourself. The self that's here that we perceive, this character that we are playing, that we perceive as ourselves and the soulful self that is actually flying this plane, if you will. And so maintaining that relationship and really, really actively engaging in that relationship, that's how we know that we are really pursuing our passion. That's how we can love ourselves, because if we can't maybe love something about this character, we can know that that it is still something that our soulful self loves and is experiencing on purpose. Because a lot of times people will say, oh, I don't let this, you know, this, this obstacle or this painful thing that's happening in my life. It seems like, you know, the universe is against me or whatever, you know, God doesn't want me to do that or what have you. And I always say, okay, not only are you the actor here, but you're also in this metaphor of mine. You're also the playwright. You're writing the story. And a lot of times we abdicate that story to um, thinking that, you know, it's what God or source of the universe is writing for us, but oh, no, no, no. We are the writer as well. And then people think, okay, well, then that makes the universe the director. No, because the director, by definition, is that entity that's holding the vision, right? That's holding the vision, that's getting this production to the finish line. So we're still, we're the director. But you know, the universe is the producer because the producer is that being that entity that is responsible for providing the resources to get that production done, right? And I'll tell you a secret about the universe. The universe never locks. So anytime that you think that you are being told no, you're only being told no by you because you are not accepting whatever is happening as an offer. The universe is just providing you the resources to experience the story you are writing on the great stage of life. Mm -hmm. Lovingly and without judgment, here you go. 
there isn't a theater company on the planet that wouldn't, you know, cut off its right arm to have a producer that said, here, you can have anything you want. But there's also not an actor on the stage anywhere that would want to play a role without any obstacles. Yes. Nothing is happening to you. It's all happening for you. Sandra, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, I was thinking about how uh, people engage in self-sabotage, don't have the confidence and the courage. Many have faced challenges that have taken the spark out of uh, life. And, you know, you really address how we can you know, embrace the obstacles and uh, really use them in a in a way to really uh, what co-create uh, a life we desire. That's where the growth is. That's where the fun is. That's what we do when we when we even when we play a video game. We we have our character have challenges. Yeah. The challenges are what our soul is experiencing, and we can look at that always and say, "What's the gift in this? What am I to get from this?" Yes, that is profound. I'm so glad you're speaking to that. Uh, Well, I think we're up for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned for more on Spontaneous Brilliance with Sandra Kavanaugh, multi-passionate creative artist, educator, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry and author of Creative Uh, excuse me, spontaneous brilliance. Unleash the power of your creative genius. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.com. 
www.thepeopleshow.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and joining me is Sandra Cavanaugh on our show today, Spontaneous Brilliance. Sandra is a multi-passionate creative artist, educator, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry, and author of Spontaneous Brilliance, You Unleashing the Power of Your Unique Creative Genius. And Sandra is going to speak more about this uniqueness that's part of her uh, a book title. So, Sandra, uh, would you review those tips that you gave us earlier and speak to the uniqueness uh, that we all have. Sure, I would love to. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the unique piece is is very important because I think that we, again, like I said before, we think somebody else is a genius, you know, and we're just the backdrop for that. And that is not at all the way that it works, if you embrace this metaphor for just a second, that we are each 
performing on the great stage of life. And we are writing the story. We're writing the play as we live it. Then we are meant to be center stage, front and center in our own life. So if you don't tell your unique creative story, if you don't share your unique creative genius, then it's not going to get shared. It's not like somebody else is going to pick up that mantle and do it. It's just going to be missing. And the world is full of so many unanswered questions. But I'm telling you that the answers are all here. (laughs) I swear, the answers are all here. But we just have a reluctance to offer it and a resistance to accepting it. So if we go back to that offering, accepting, and blocking, right? Just try to notice in your day how many times you block your offer before you ever make it. Hmm. You judge it. You have expectations around it. You have preconceived notions that tell you it's not that good. Or you have a limiting belief that just steps in there before you ever express anything. Remember that when in doubt, just offer, just try, just stretch, just throw it out there. There is no such thing as failure. It's your story. So that story is about trying this thing and trying this thing and trying again and perseverance and persistence. And it's about that character that is you getting all the way to the finish line. One of the ways that you can that you can do that and not get deflected off into things that are not yours to do is just always ask yourself each t- each day, you know, when you're faced with something that's maybe a little bit of a struggle, ask, is this mine? And if the answer is yes, then the next thing for you to do is ask yourself, what's the most loving thing I can do for myself right now then? Hmm. And if the answer is no, then the second question is, then what's the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? <laughs> and and um, so I just want to review for everybody that everything is about offering, accepting, and blocking. It's all about the offers. And if you embrace the obstacles by accepting them as an offer from another person, from the universe, but always from your soulful self who's helping you write this story right? That you have these offers in front of you. If you choose to see them as a gift, if you choose to see them as something to bump up against and strengthen your emotional muscles, the muscles of your character, then then it will be loved, right? It's all about making the other guy look good. Remember that. Get the focus off yourself. Actors that are only focused inside themselves, that's when it starts to become a challenge. And to remember that it's it's about finding the love in every circumstance. What do you love and what can you love? And I always say, when in doubt, offer. And if in doubt, you're probably blocking. Yes. I love that focus on, you know, really, you know, focusing on loving yourself and asking those critical questions, right? Uh, yeah, the, was, question, mm-hmm. the, the question of, is this mine, 
yes. is a big question, you know, because there's nothing more annoying on the stage than an actor who tries to tell another actor how to do their performance, right? Mm-hmm. But we do that in life all the time. We are always jumping in the other person's business, right? We're always more sure of what they should do than what we should do. And when somebody asks us to help them with something, we sometimes will get overwhelmed because we over-accept, right? We just mm-hmm. we just take it on and we take it on and we take it on and we take it on. And pretty soon we're living somebody else's life. We're sort of the servant in the background of their life, right? Yes. And so when we feel that frustration come up, that's an offer from somewhere, right? That frustration. And so look at it and say, what can this frustration show me? Look at the situation and say, is this really mine? Is this mine? And is this something that I want to own? Is this part of my story? And then you always ask yourself that second question. If you say, yes, this is mine, then what's the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? And I guarantee you, it's always to offer. It's always to offer. It's never to block. If the answer is no, this is not mine, then again, what's the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? And again, here's the here's the little interesting part. It's always an offer. And maybe you're offering to yourself rather than blocking yourself and just making a half-hearted offer to somebody else. There are offers to yourself, and that's your first responsibility, to be, do, and share everything you came here to be, do, and share. Yes, that's so significant. And what you're saying, it helps us stay in balance with ourselves as well, as you talk about over-accepting or, you know, keeping ourselves in check and in harmony is so important. And, you know, those questions are so important. So many times people self-sabotage, right? <laughs> right. And uh-huh. Yeah, because we are all creating 24/7. We're writing this story whether we acknowledge it or not. And so the game, if you will, is to become conscious creators. Yeah. You know, in my definition of creativity, that's what I say is that creativity is the conscious and deliberate evolutionary process yes. of developing those thoughts and taking action on them. And well, Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to have you to share about your book and how the listeners can access your book. My book uh, is available on Amazon and it's also available on Barnes and Noble online. So those are the two easiest ways to go about getting it. Um, Spontaneous Brilliance, Unleash the Power of Your Unique Creative Genius. And also, one thing I do want to share with your audience, Jean-Marie, is that I um, I know a lot of people offer, you know, the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to have a, 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 a conversation or have a, a little um, discovery session, if you will. Um, and I really want to say, I'm serious about that. I mean, okay. my staff thinks I'm crazy to think that... Okay. I want to just have people signing up, jumping on my calendar 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But I am serious. I really want to talk to you. So go to sandracavanaugh.com and just jump on my calendar and set up a time for us to talk. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, And you provide what consulting, coaching? I do. I I, I provide uh, 
individual and group coaching and I, and I do consulting and I do public speaking. And I just love to help people identify their passion and purpose and then bring it to fruition. And so sometimes I work with people for years on end, just helping them to get their thing created. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you, Sandra, for being on our show today, helping us find that passion, the love, the purpose to unlock our soulful self and will connect to our soulful self and discover that unique talent and potential to be a star on the great stage of life and reminding us that everyone is brilliant. Everyone. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, And really reminding us of our uniqueness as well. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So for our listeners, uh, you know, accept this, uh, uh, the the techniques and strategies that Sandra shared to go. And if you'd like to go deeper, uh, connect with Sandra to learn more, uh, we invite you to listen back on demand and share our show with others to create this ripple effect for change. Tune in next week for our show, Ancestral Intelligence is Your Birthright with Gary Stewart. And strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice exercise posted on the blog pages of my websites, JeanFerrisJourney.com and Dr. Jean Marie Farish, uh, ConsciousLoving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Embrace your challenges and transcend obstacles. It is your time to create your new love story. You have the power. Your life and the world is waiting for you to play your role well and to be a star in your life and make a difference in the world. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.